Hey, hey, good morning, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement podcast with Heather and John. Good morning, Heather. How are you doing today? Good morning. I am doing amazing. How <laughs> I like are to you? The same. I'm, 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 I'm fantastic. You know, I'm feeling great. My body, maybe not so much, but personally, I'm feeling fantastic. Uh, just happy to be here on a Monday. You know, start off to. We're officially into our second week of March. Like, wow. Like, when did this happen, right? Almost to the end of Q1. Um, but it's been really good. What was your weekend like? You know what? It was good. I celebrated my birthday with family. And and actually, we did a little, like, um, check-in with the kids of, you know, we went down memory lane. We pulled out some old photo albums and looked at pictures of when they were babies and how old they were. And it was really, really fun to see, uh, you know, what we looked like when they were babies. And of course they're all children now grown up. So they look a lot, a lot different too. And it was, uh, it was really good to spend time with family. How about yourself? Yeah, no, this weekend, this weekend, hmm, good question. Uh, it was a pretty laid back weekend, took it easy. Um, I did have the opportunity to watch the movie The Help, you know, based on what we talked about on Friday, just to, uh, you know, find movies that are inspiring female empowerment. And uh, I know The Help wasn't on your list. I added The Help to your list, and I added Aaron Brockovich, too. Mm-hmm. That's a great so, one. Two, two of my favorite movies, you know, the movies that I enjoy. Um yeah, it was, it was just good. You know, actually, I sat down, Diane and I, we watched it together. We watched the movie together. She's like, man, you're like, this is such a good movie. And if you've never watched The Help, um, it's based on, I think it's based in the 50s and 60s uh, in Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, somewhere in Missouri, like in the south of the U.S., um, when there was still segregation between, you know, whites and colors. And um it's just a great movie. Great, great. There's there's one scene in the movie that just makes you laugh and just makes you pee your pants. But I'll, I'll say that you have to go watch it for yourself. So, okay, so, that's yeah. gonna be on my it's list because really, really I have good. not I've not seen that movie. So that's and and you know I I love watching some of these movies over again. So Hidden Figures is you know the first time I watched that I was like wow those women were the backbone of so many ideas and got no credit for it at NASA and actually look look this is the mug I'm using today so I yeah. definitely have to go watch <laughs> hidden figures um but the other one that's that you weren't aware of um which I, I I really think it changed my mindset in a big way was RGB so that's mm. um the documentary on Ruth Ginsburg and she actually was on the on the Senate and she was this little tiny lady and and her statue was important because she made such a huge impact on legislation on ideas and just stood firm um with her belief systems based on factual information so she did tons of research uh, to come up with her decisions or dissent against other decisions but you know when you watch this this um, documentary what you realize is in the news and and this is more in america but in the news she was portrayed as as not so positive but she stood her ground and made a huge huge impact so i just i think that one changed my mindset is is can you make an impact you know oftentimes we ask ourselves can i make an impact and the answer is yes absolutely when you stand your ground when you stand in your power 
and you you make a difference based on what your belief systems are and and it's it's really that simple of a formula so i love that and oh felicia you're a pisces too i love that so your birthday was march 2nd happy birthday we're in the same birthday (laughs) week i love that uh i will remember your birthday now so (laughs) rgb i think it's still on netflix if it's not you know it's an easy uh youtube video uh search but I would love if anybody that's listening has got any other movies that are a good watch this week that celebrate women, celebrate mindset, celebrate International Women's Day, which of course is this Wednesday. Um, it is a good way to, you know, think back to our history lessons and the women that have stepped into their greatness before us to pave the way for where we are today. We've still got a long way to go in terms of supporting women, um, but we are at a place that we have never been in history before too. So we have to celebrate right now. Yeah, no, it's definitely an, yeah, I know with international women's day on Wednesday, uh, we thought that this topic would be fitting for what's happening. I just want to take a second to say good morning to Gunjan as well. And happy belated birthday, Felicia. So awesome. Uh, Sorry, I don't think I wished you a happy birthday yet, Heather. I'm so I'm so bad with this with this stuff. So happy belated. And you know what's funny? You have the same birthday Julian has. Okay. Um, Julian being my son or his stepson, um, February 28th. Like you guys have you share the same birthday. I'm like, why do I not know that? Uh, or why did I forget? It's a good thing it wasn't the 29th because you'd be celebrating it every four years. But that's good because then you'd be like 20 something. Yes, exactly. Well, I feel, I feel like younger than I, in fact, I was sharing that with you that while we were looking at these old picture albums, you know, the weight loss that I've gone through, the mindset changes that I've done, the, and, and, and I was sort of doing a check-in with the kids because kids will tell you the truth, right? Like is, is my age old to them? And we actually pulled out photo albums and I, I'll just say this. I look younger now than I did 20 years ago because I've changed who I am from a priority point of view. So, you know, reverse mm. aging, I think is a thing because I, I I saw it on, on photos. So, but, you know, that's that's me talking about me. So who knows if it's true or not, but I think it is. <laughs> you mean the kids had photo albums? It wasn't just on a digital device somewhere? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they did. The, only of their, of their like small baby childhood up till yeah. age three, right? And then, and then it all went digital. Yeah, no, but so this this ties in really well because we, we look at all these female figures that are out there today who are making an impact, who are breaking ground, who are doing new things. And, you know, regardless of age, regardless of size, you know, you talked about uh, Ruth Ginsburg, Ginsburg, yeah. uh, uh, tiny little lady, right? Like she wasn't like, I think she was like 90 pounds or 100 pounds, like just mm-hmm. really, really small. And, you know, one of the things that we talk about on this show is really around creating impact. And it doesn't matter who you are. And I, and I think I've said it here, you know, some of the tallest people I know are five feet tall, right? So <laughs> I know. But so when, when we think about making impact as people, when we think about making an impact on the world, you don't need to have a title. You don't need to have a certain size. You don't need to be six foot five or seven feet or whatever. Like you can be, it, it's, and I think you touched on this, which is incredibly important. It's just stepping into your authentic self. Because you and I, before the show, we were talking about, you know, what made you really step into leadership in a corporate organization that really made you stand out? So mm. I, I'm going to have you share that with everybody, because I think that's incredibly important for everybody listening 
I think this is such an incredible lesson here. So just to take a listen. Well, I, I think, you know, as a, as a woman in the workplace, and I'm going back to, you know, my younger years as I was just looking for that first promotion, that first leadership role. And, and I looked around at the other leaders. And of course, they were a higher proportion of men leaders that I could look up to. And so I, you know, at that moment in time to elevate my leadership skills, I thought the best solution was to follow in their footsteps, meaning emulate their behaviors, follow, you know, their confidence levels, you know, be uh, boisterous in my opinions. And all of those activities were working for my male counterparts. And when I tried it on, John, I have to be honest, it, it didn't work for me. And it didn't work for me because um, I was not being authentic. And so when a woman takes on a more masculine energy in the workplace, and I, I'm going to use the feminine masculine, not in, in determination of sex, but in a powerful presence mm -hmm. of, or how to set up your powerful presence, because I was taking on a, a disproportionate masculine energy than was my authentic self. What happened was I didn't, it didn't feel right. It didn't land and the way I wanted to. And in fact, and this is a, a problem that happens for a lot of women in the workplace is they step into this excessive masculine energy and they get called things that aren't nice, right? So it starts mm -hmm. with B and, and so you end up being on this other side and you're like, how did I get there? How did I become this person? I don't want to lead like that. And so after I tried that persona on and it didn't work for me, it wasn't authentic at all. I, I started to shift back to being my authentic self and my authentic self had a presence and I was a strong communicator, but I was also compassionate and empathetic and a good listener and curious. And so when I added these, uh, these, these things to the formula to the, my recipe for success, I had started to stand in my own authentic self and it was still mm. a masculine energy, but it was a masculine energy with a feminine, like it was almost like, you know, the dessert with, you know, the sugar on top. And, you know, I know that's a whole funny metaphor for how women and, and men are, but that, that was truly the formula for success for me. And I, I actually let go of trying to be anybody but me. And that, I'll tell you, John, that moment when I stepped into that version of me, results around me happened. I started to get people following me. I started to get people coming to me and saying, when you said this, when you did this, I, I want to be just like you or I want to do the same. And I realized then that I was a beacon of light for people seeing a new way of leadership. And this is a story I've heard from so many women in the workplace, you know, as they're trying to find their way, find their leadership skills, and they don't have enough women to, uh, to, to look up to. In fact, I think we've both experienced, John, women in the workplace that are too far on that masculine energy and they're, they're, they're emulating something that isn't authentically them. Now there's lots of masculine energy is a good thing. I don't want to say that it's a bad thing, but it, if it's not authentically you, it shows up as not authentically you end of story period. So that is my leadership story. And I think, you know, the message to send out is how do you find your own confidence 
and be authentically you at the same time. Mm. And it might be that you have to stand in your own shoes and pave the way for the first time um, and just say, does this feel good? Does this feel like it's me? And um, that's, that was a, that, that, that wasn't a, you know, a day I woke up and said, oh, this is, this is what it feels like. It was trying things on and saying, this feels more like me. I'm going to do more of that. And then seeing the results happen. Yeah, I would imagine that it would have been a process, right? To get to that place where you're sitting with yourself, where you're frustrated, wondering, you know, why, why isn't this working for me? Right. Yeah. And, and I've been there and I've seen that and know what that's like. Um, it's a struggle, right? So it's like, okay, so this isn't working for me. Trying to emulate others and trying to be like them, not working for me at all. And um, just going back to who you were. And, you know, it's interesting. There's a book that I've been reading recently called No More Mr. Nice Guy. Mm. And um, it's, I, I forget the title of the book. The, that's the title of the book. I can't remember the author's name, but he talked about masculine and feminine energy, right? And one of the things I reflected on, you know, growing up, I spent a lot of time with my mom. My dad worked a lot. Uh, he had his own business. He was doing his own thing. So <laughs> I would spend a lot of time with my mom. And I grew up on shows like The Love Boat, Fantasy, <laughs> Fantasy Island. Like these were all the things that I grew up with, right? This thought of, um, I don't even want to say 80s romanticism, right? But there's like this idea of like, you know, who are you, right? And, you know, one of the things I started to reflect on was a lot of us guys who, you know, if they were raised by their moms, you were raised in feminine energy, mm. right? And feminine energy is nurturing. Feminine energy is caring. Not that masculine energy isn't, but masculine energy is like, just go get it, go do it, get it done. And, you know, if you need to sometimes just go bulldoze your way into, you know, whatever needs to, needs to happen. So it's interesting that you talk about, because I think ultimately there's a balance, right? There's a balance, be there's a balance between feminine and, and masculine energy. And if you don't have that right balance, that's not authentically you, you're not going to show up in the way you need to show up. Mm. right so <laughs> it's interesting I, that we're talking about this this week on international you know international women's day is going to be on wednesday but like even in the movie that i saw yesterday like these women had to step into a masculine power to uprise against the system that was in front of them because and, a feminine and, energy would have been like no that's okay i'll just you know take what's here right but they're used, I think, and I haven't seen the movie, but I think my example is how do you use both at the same time? How do you use mm. the feminine energy and the masculine energy to influence and impact others around you? And John, like you're a perfect example of, you know, if you would have also followed other male, masculine, high, high masculine energy, you wouldn't authentically be you either because just like you said, your, your power comes from your feminine, feminine power as well. And so you actually find yourself in all kinds of situations where you're the only male in the room, but That's you actually true. feel more at home there because you're able to demonstrate your feminine power. And again, this is not a male female thing that we're talking about. We're talking about elevating our power and the attributes of those two energies at the highest level but you know you bring masculine energy as an iron man so like you're not like oh i want to be comfortable no you want to be <laughs> uncomfortable and powerful 
And you also want to be curious and empathetic and compassionate and loving and all those other attributes. So, you know, this is you stepping into your energies at the highest level as well. So I just, I think it's amazing because we are, we are both demonstrating how being our authentic selves has us be more impactful for the people around us. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's one of the things for me, you know, feedback that I got was, you know, I listen, I, I, I look after my team, I take care of my team. And those are feminine energy traits, right? Mm. Like they, it isn't typical where <laughs> it's a masculine trait, like it's, it's a feminine trait. There's, there's nothing wrong with it, right? Like you just got to step into who you are. And it's interesting when you do that, because it really starts to open up your world in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you can express and you're right, like I, I think my feminine energy is so strong that it, it ends up attracting me or bringing me into rooms where I'm the only guy in the room. And it's, you know, I, I started wondering, so why is this happening? Why am I the only guy here? And I, I remember the first time that happened was in 2016. I'm like, yeah, I, I just feel good. Like, I feel mm. safe. Like, I feel like I'm in a room where I belong. Right. It doesn't mean I can't. You know, like I, all of us, we can all pivot into one or the other whenever we need to, right? Like somebody does you wrong and you step into your masculine energy and you let them know that they did you wrong. Yeah. But it's, it's something that you can do really quickly. Michael's got a, a question, a, um, a comment here, an example of someone who wanted to present themselves as more masculine, was a little bit Elizabeth Holmes. Per, they purposely deepened their voice to create more serious and masculine facades be taken more seriously wow well that story is a whole nother like whoa right because elizabeth holmes was a fraud and she used this tool that we're talking about for not so good because she wanted to be taken more seriously and she yeah she put on a whole nother voice that wasn't even her true self so you know i I think that's a perfect example of don't live to be your true self you end up in jail so that's that's what happens when you're not authentic but it sounds like there's a whole story that i'm missing there but (laughs) (laughs) she's the uh the founder of therius the blood testing unit that went into the walmart yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay 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 i i didn't recognize the name i'm like sherlock holmes he had a sister elizabeth Holmes. no um, yeah. I know there's a TV I, show. I think that's her, who, who she is. Anyway, so it's, it, it's, I, I, ha- I want to go back to our other piece though. Um, and maybe we'll go down the Elizabeth Holmes a whole nother, another time, but you know, I, I have some advice to give and the advice that I want to give is how to support masculine and feminine energy in the workplace, because I have actually been told um, f- from my male counterparts, things that, were not honoring my feminine energy. And mm. the things that I've been said to me before are like, oh, Heather, and I, I say that with that condescending voice because that's what came out of their mouth, or that's at least what I heard. It was, you know, why don't you go do that culture stuff that you do? Why don't you go do that people <laughs> stuff? And it was really with the disdain that I'm using in my face and in my language. and. You know, my invitation is if you don't understand the power of feminine energy and caring and love and support, then get curious about that. Don't, you know, 
hand it off to the women on your team. Don't hand mm. it off to someone else. Get curious how that is a powerful state and how people are attracted to mm. that state. Because what I found is as soon as I activated those part of my leadership, I actually hid it from the men that didn't understand. And I just went and did it. And I had followers behind me and people started to get jealous. They got, they got jealous, like, how is she doing these things? And so my invitation is get curious that I didn't, all I did is activated an energy that people were attracted to. And it was of support and love and being curious and being courageous to stand in your own strengths and be yourself. And, you know, that is not what I'm seeing as a skill set that many male people have and also females. So mm. there are a lot of females that haven't found their their strength or their energy and they are just not standing in that space at the highest level. And, you know, John, the work that me and you do when we coach our clients, we know that wherever their starting point is, if we can get them to that next level, they're going to make a big impact. And that that's my invitation. So I don't know if you have any comments about that, John, but that's that's what I think is missing right now. And on the week of International Women's Day, let's give that advice out. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I, I love that piece of advice because you're right. I think it's so important. I think even even as we've been remote and away from the office and away from our work environment, I think we've forgotten how to do that even more. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of great books on masculine feminine energy. Definitely highly recommend for the guys that are listening to this particular episode. Um, you know, no more Mr. Nice Guy. I strongly recommend just from a uh, perspective of just understanding what that looks like um, yeah because the, the super nice guys aren't always the super nice guys so that's that's what I took away from the book uh, which was an eye-opener for me but it really does it, it starts to give you an idea of where this is all coming from and how this stands right and if you look at anyway I don't want to go into the book because that could be a whole other episode that we could talk about and we're in time, um, so we've got to give a call to action. So it is International Women's Week. This is the time to celebrate a woman that has impacted you this week, a text, a phone call, a video message, a thank you, um, and maybe make it a daily activity for all five days of this week or all seven days of this week. Who can you reach out to? Um, and if your mom is still around, she's one of those women that you've got to yeah. say thank you to. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. I love that. One more thing we are putting, so Heather and I are putting a leadership course together and we'd love to get your input what i will do in this chat or in the comments is i'll uh, share a link to the um to the survey we'd love to get your input we're actually getting some really good input now and it's interesting to see the topics that are coming up for people from a leadership perspective in terms of what they'd like to pick up and learn so we'd love to get your input there so i'll, I'll include that after this uh, and with that i want to wrap up with you know shift your mindset sh shift your mindset shift your life um, when we do that, we start to think differently. And this particular topic, I know it's not one that I've ever heard about, masculine versus feminine energy, but I'm so glad that we were able to bring it up on today's show. All right, everybody. So that is it for us on Monday. Thank you for staying on with us. Wishing you all a great one. We'll be back on Wednesday. Take care. See you Wednesday.